Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us that not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Father, but this is the day that you have made, God. Ah, yes, Jesus, God. We rejoice, yeah, God. We rejoice in, in your presence, God, because we are so grateful. We are so glad in it, God. God, thank you for on today, God. Thank you for using me, Father, for your good and for your glory. And that's this service, how how that we has brought you glory, God. Thank you for your presence being in our midst, Jesus. Oh, God, for we know that in your presence there's a fullness of joy. Oh, God, we know that because you are here, God, hallelujah, anything can happen, Jesus. Oh, miracles, Father. We thank you, Father, for the gifts, the best gifts of the Spirit. Being in full operation, God, because you are here, Jesus. Oh, God, we glorify and we praise you, Father, for the word, God. Oh, God, that I decrease in Holy Spirit, you will increase, God. Have your way, Jesus. Oh, God, let the ears be open, Father. That they not just be hearers, but they'll be doers of your word, Father. For we know it's the doers that will be blessed, God. And we covenant to give you and you alone all the praise, glory, and honor. It's in Jesus' name we thank you. Oh, in Jesus' name we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, and we say amen. 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 For your presence, Jesus. Yeah, yeah God. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We're going to talk about them today. Leaving the past behind you. Good time. <laughs> I think you guys have such a problem with leaving that past behind you. Yeah, you're carrying around like luggage. You know, that past. That past that, we, that we've been so accustomed to, to living in, we now travel with that everywhere we go. There's certain things in our lives, we know people are going to always be trying to remind us of who we used to be and what we used to do, the places we used to go, the things we used to visit, the things we used to indulge in. They always, that past always tries to remind us of what we used to do. Why? Because it's trying to keep us from what God will have us to be. That's why the past is always present, because it wants to take you back to places and times. We talked about in our Monday night movement, and I'll just give a, a, a snippet of that because we don't, I don't really discuss what goes on there. But we talked about the Monday night movement, which is our Monday 
first Monday of the month that we have for men that we all get together in a safe place and we talk about things. Bad issue. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, we talk about things that move that will that will move men and have caused men to be stagnant. And most people, most men are stuck in the past. Most people are stuck in the past. Here's one thing I, I didn't miss for y'all for y'all saying, well, what's your Some of us have relationships, but we think about the past and we measure the past to our present. And want him or her to be what that used to be. When they don't have the capacity nor the willingness to be that. Amen. And if it was so great, you wouldn't have left it. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. But we reminisce over those things. And they have no value to us, but we hold on to them. Why do we hold on to them? We don't hold on to them intentionally, but they're holding on to us because they're anchors. They're designed to make you remember and hold you into a place in time where you can go, but you can't go but so far. Y'all know boats when they have anchors, they may drift a little bit, but when they anchor right, they don't go too far. The same with your past when you refuse to not let it go. It keeps you stuck. Jesus. How about music? Yeah, yeah, let me talk about Let's talk this morning before we get to some scripture. Let's talk this morning. Music, all music is nostalgia. Music puts us right back in moments in time. Y'all know them songs y'all hear. Y'all can be riding your whip and be down and somebody else pumping it because you saved. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to that stuff. When you roll down and you roll, by, you roll up on the car, they playing something that you remember. <laughs> it take you right back to that moment. Yeah. I remember when I was doing this. Oh, it push yeah. you, you at the date. <laughs> the time, the, the year, yeah, the person you was with, the place. car you were in, yeah, yeah. sometimes the clothes you wear. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's that past. Yeah. <laughs> how deep that past is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how deeply rooted it's in you. Mm-hmm. It's in you. It's in us. Yeah. That past that we think and we fight so desperately to get out of us. Yeah. And here's the thing that I want to help you guys with. You want to never, ever forget. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to participate in it. Amen. Because he never called us to forget. He told us to move past it. Mm-hmm. We've been called to move beyond it. He didn't tell See, some people always say, well, you know, you got to forgive and forget. No, he never told you to forget. He told you to forgive. Mm-hmm. You will never forget what some people have done to you. Mm-hmm. Some things you will, and some things you won't forget. <coughs> that past and some of those things about the past, you can't forget. <coughs> because they're etched in you. And the good thing about some of the past is it reminds us of where we used to be. So we can appreciate what God and where God has brought us to. Amen. 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 <laughs> I know, I see some of y'all looking at me. So let's go on and get right to scripture. When you get to some scripture, okay, that's yes. <laughs> Turn your Bibles 
to Hebrews chapter 10. Yes, chapter 10. And we're going to pick up in verse 38. No, Hebrews. Hebrews 10. Amen. Listen, I'm going to appreciate that. Maybe you, maybe, maybe you should ask God what Ephesians he wants you to read. <laughs> Amen. Maybe something there that you need. That's he, that he's speaking to your life. Y'all got it? Yeah. Yes. Amen. It says, now the just shall live by faith. Say, I'm just. I know. So I should live by faith. Exactly. So what verse? What verse? Okay. Verse 38. Come on. Come on out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give y'all a few more seconds. I know y'all can shout, so let me give y'all a <laughs> Come on down. Come on down. Lord, let your Holy Ghost come on no, down. <laughs> Amen. He, Hebrews 10, 38. We all at 38? Yes. All right. Let's try one more game. <laughs> it says, now the just shall live by faith. Say, I'm just. I'm just. So I live by faith. So I live by faith. Amen. But if any man draw back, if any man draw back, that means go back. My soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. Perdition is utter destruction, ruin. How should we go back to ruin? Amen? He's warning us here in Hebrew. How we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So when we, when we, go, when we draw back unto perdition, we're revisiting the past. We remind, we're going back into things that God has brought us. We're just now. So we're going back into things that he's delivered us from. And he's reminding us that those things are designed to destroy you when you stay in the past too long. Leaving the past behind you. We have to let that past go. Listen, what you experience in your life is over with. Your old man. When you come into this newness of life, he said those old things have passed away. But a lot of us want to hold on to that. We hold on to that past. We keep that past so dead to us. That's why so many people, when they accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's easy for them to go back because they have not fully let go of the past. They find this so very, very difficult, and they struggle with new life, old life. Amen. New life, old life. Why? Because they see a path in old life, but they can't see a future in their new life. Yes, mm. that's good. Can this Jesus thing be real? Mm. See, these are the questions that many, many believers, new believers, as some of you have been around a long time, still struggle with. Is there any truth to this God? Mm. Why? Because we see so many hypocrites and so few real lovers of Jesus Christ. See, decision-making to do what God calls you to do and not what man wants you to do is not a reflection that you don't trust God. It's a reflection that you trust God more than you believe in man. Man is not the source of my life in Christ. Because, see, I, I'm not, I'm not struggling. 
but a lot of people do. I've gotten over people a long time ago. Dang it. I used to I used to be so concerned about what people thought of me that it hindered me in life. Even growing up, I was always concerned that maybe I didn't, I wasn't good enough. Maybe I wasn't handsome enough. I didn't dress well enough. See, these are the things that hold us hostage. Because we're never, we're always measuring ourselves because of what people think, but not what God thinks. Amen. Amen. Even as believers, we try to dress to impress people who don't like you, <laughs> who don't pray for you, who have no real stake in your spiritual growth or development at all. But we live our lives to please people who have no redeemable value to our lives at all. Because that, that's what the past taught us. The past taught us that people, people, people concerned about what you wear. They perceive you by what you wear. How you look, how you present yourself. And you, listen, let me, let, me, let me put a caveat now. Now you want to present yourselves well. You don't want to just come out looking like any old thing. <laughs> Y'all don't mind, do you? All right. I always tell my young men, when you walk out these doors, you don't just represent you. You represent us. Not to the degree that you have to be me and how you present yourselves. Present yourself the best for yourself. But when you walk out these doors, make sure that you look like someone wants to do business with you. Inquire, well, what's going on with you? And I look like somebody need to hand you some change. Because see, a lot of our young men now, hands sagging, head nappy, got crust in the side of their mouth. And some of these young women love them. <laughs> it trips me out. <laughs> I always, always tell them, man, when we were growing up, you better look like yeah. you. We had to look like we was on our game. <laughs> Even when you ain't have two nickels, <laughs> you man, listen, you couldn't, you couldn't borrow a dime. <laughs> And I always tell them, my haircut was nice. I never had, you know, they, they long hairstyles are their thing now. Yeah. I don't, you know, that's their thing. I don't bother them too much with it. <laughs> but keeping me. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. That's my thing. Keeping me. Yeah. And so always, my hair was always low. Now it's low. Help me. <laughs> it's low. It's low. It ain't low. It's gone. <laughs> And I'm okay with it. I'm sad, but I know y'all know me. Come on, y'all roll, y'all roll me. Some of y'all just y'all do it. Roll past me, pass me always. Y'all bring some levity because I always try to make sure that we we talk, we we keep it biblical, but I bring levity because I need people to know that God wants to impart something in you. Yeah. And you gotta you can't have your heart hardened when you won't receive. Yeah. 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 Amen. And so my head. I told I was I was running the other day and the guy was he, he I was I was out exercising yesterday and the guy was like, Yeah, you know, I need to put a hat on my head like you got on. 
Because mine, mine just about gone. I said, well, mine gone. I don't know about yours. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. I said, yeah, we, I remember we used, we used to have the good old ways and everything. I said, yeah, but listen, when she decided to leave, I let her go. <laughs> and need to be holding on to somebody who would want to be here. So I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna have the door with Jeff. I ain't gonna have a sunroof in my house. And so I always tell them, represent yourself. Right. Make sure your clothes are neat. Yeah. Make sure you present yourself, wash your face, brush your teeth. Yeah. Do the things you need to do that when you engage with people, people will see a difference between them and you. Yes. Just because you have the same age group and the same oh, don't mean you represent the same thing. And when you see it from a distance, you don't know. You all people lump everybody together. Yeah. My mom was famous for saying, "You are who the company you keep." Yeah. You will always be associated by the company you keep, even though you're the only. You may be the only good one in there. They see the other nine. And you you just another you just number 10. You may you may be the best of the best, but then no one is ever gonna get a chance to see that because they see the other line. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about the pants. The pants, when it pulls you, it wants to keep you stuck in what you used to do. Mm-hmm. I hear people all the time when they see me. Hey V, remember we used to do this? Mm-hmm. 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 And you I, I, I listen. I see people all the time now. Well, not all the time. That's a lot. I see people some of the time, and the first thing they remind me of is the neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why you don't come around? Fool. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody said, "Well, you, I heard you preaching, then when you come around, I said to preach to who? <laughs> and to do what? Because I understand that everybody's not going to receive this guy's prayer. Amen. And they definitely won't receive it from me. There's some that will and some that won't. I don't minimize that. I go go where God tells me to go. I don't go trying to be a super Christian in the neighborhood. Okay, remember me? (laughs) (laughs) What? I used to be around here. Some young guys don't know me. Some young guys don't know nothing about me. So we going around here. I'm wasting their time and mine because now here I am as somebody now who's taking, who's who's preaching to them by having taken the time to teach them. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And to change a community and to a change in the Bible, they have to one believe in you. Yes. They want they too. They have to have the confidence that you care about them more than just coming to preach to them. Amen. Amen. That's it right there. Do you want to see me change, or are you here for you? That's good. Wow. See, to be effective, you got to make sure that people understand that is it. Are you in it for you, or are you in it for us? Mm -hmm. And most preachers are in it for them. Mm -hmm. To say, look what I've done. Look how I'm changing the community. No, no, no. Help the community change within itself. That's when you're making difference. Mm -hmm. When you can teach them to help teach others. And not depend on you. 
Because now God is not the source. You become the source. So I understand what I understand in my role. I don't try to, like I always tell you, I stay in my lane. I don't try to jump in everybody else's lane. Yeah. I do what God tells me to do. And see, a lot of things about our past that keeps us is guilt. Yes, Lord. I got out. So I need, so why you can't get out? Or the guilt is, why me, Lord? Why you didn't help anybody else? And here's the thing with other people. We don't get to control how other people respond to the voice of God. Mm-hmm. So why do we carry the guilt that he, he did it for us and they're still in it? See, a lot of people want to carry on other people's burdens. Other people's concerns. There's always a champion of somebody else's cause. Yeah, I know, y'all know the people who they ain't got no problem with you, but because they do, now I'm championing your cause. <laughs> I got a problem with you because she got a problem with you. So now the guilt of all that and the struggle of all that becomes now I can't let the past go. Remember you done them wrong? That was 15 years ago. <laughs> that was 20 years ago. When are you going to let that go? And I'm not talking about the person who's holding on to I'm talking about you. When are you going to let it go? The Bible tells me, if he, listen, he's always makes us, he, he makes you stay in the past, that devil, because of your guilt. He reminds you, remember I used, remember you used to do this? God, do you love me enough? You know I used to do that. I used to drink. I used to drug. I used to. I used to hold monger. I used. To, I, 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 I. Listen, the line. The list is long of things we used to do. Amen. Hebrews chapter um, chapter eight verse twelve. You can just write it down. He says, "I will remember your sins no more." So why are we so concerned about what we, why, if we, if we are in Christ and we are these new creatures, old things are passed away and behold, all things have come new. Why are we still allowing the sins of our past to hold us half hostage? When he tells us in, in Hebrews that he remembers our sins no more. But we, we, we hold on to these things. We allow our past to imprison us. I know, I see y'all looking. Okay, I, I always talk about me. And I know y'all just, we always talk about this. Because I know me, I don't know you. I tell you my testimony. Not to boast in it, but my boasting, I, I give glory to God. Not thank God. I, listen, I struggled when I first got saved. Because I went back to the neighborhood and seen so many people like me. Who needed to know the God that I just experienced. And when I went back. They shut me down. <laughs> I was on fire. Woo, God. Hey, get this. Man, y'all all experiences. I went to church, man. I received Jesus. Okay, what you telling us for? <laughs> Straight face. Why are you telling us? And okay, if you did that, why are you out here with us? That's what one, t- that's what one guy told me. If you, if you just got saved, why are you back on the block? Because I want to tell you about God. And if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Oh, man. You just don't know how much stuff I done done. You start hearing that. And then you start remembering the things that people have done. And all the 
crime and the sins and things that, we, that they did and participated in. And they never can see a way to God. How many of you guys who have accepted Jesus Christ and still can't see a way to God? Because your past holds you hostage. You don't see that God has made you. He's created you to, listen, to serve him. Whom the sun set free is free indeed. When are you going to be free? Living in freedom is a wonderful thing. Living in liberty of your freedom is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. We always tell people, and I'm gonna, this is going to touch a lot of people, this gonna, so y'all brace yourself, y'all put strap up, put seatbelt on, prepare yourself. The white man ain't holding you back from nothing. Mm-hmm. I know, don't write me. Don't don't send no don't send no communication to the ministry. The one to debate or argue about. Listen, what you believe is what you you stay hindered by what you want to stay hindered by. That's it right there. I'm telling you, if he said if he be for us, then who can be against us? He does everybody, black, white, whatever your nationality is. But we as we always say, when a white man holds all the opportunities, he's holding us back. You're holding yourself back. You believe the lie. Well, what's happening in the world? You believe the lies of the world. I can tell you the world is a square. <laughs> and most people fight or somebody will say, well, maybe it is a square. <laughs> you believe what you want to believe. If a lot of people, if enough people say it, That's then it the right majority right. will believe it. Yep. So here's the thing. Why are enough of you Christians telling people that Jesus lives so that enough people will believe it? Because see, now what the running joke is, Christians, we are the running joke. They, they laugh, but they laugh at us. They mock us. There's nothing to that, God. They, see, they make jokes about us. They clown us big time, man. And I'm okay with it, right? Because at the end, we're going to see who wins. Amen. <laughs> yeah, you live, you live long enough. You live long enough. You live short enough. When you die, let's all, let's all get to the end of this thing and let's see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> my God wins, amen. But we, are, but we are so bound. That's why so many people are running back into the world and believing in false things. Because it speaks to the deficit of the past in their life. It talks about things that they can get with. Amen. Amen. Shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all remember that? Shame, shame, shame. Somebody know your name. Serious. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, just tell me. Just tell me. Just 
But anywho, shame. I know some of you know which people. It's all right. It's the past. Let the past go. Be free. Be free. Be free. Shame. Shame is a is a mean thing. Shame is a mean thing. Shame is a, a thing that holds you. When you don't think you're when you don't think you're good enough, shame. When you sin, and some of us we're, we're walking with God and, and we, we stumble, but the shame won't allow you to get back in the game. Amen. The past. Because of that, that that one transgression holds you. That you won't get up, dust yourself or repent and get back into the fight. Shame will cause you to run and hide yourself. I'm all, well, I'm, I, I committed a sin, so I might as well keep sinning. Stop shooting your tracks. What a dangerous thing to allow shame to get a go to get a grip on you. Amen. 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 Luke nine and six, sixty-two. You got it. Luke nine and sixty-two. It says, "But Jesus said to the man, no one having put his hand to the plow and looked back is fit." For the kingdom. So when you fall, you you you, you look and you you don't you you, you you look back. Why don't you just keep plowing ahead? Amen. Yeah, I know when you when you when you're moving. I, I never I never I never rode a plow, but I, I've seen I've seen it move. When you and even when you when you cut grass or you you dig in that trenches and you're plowing, you hit a root. It stops you. Do you stop at the root or do you keep trying to you keep trying to dig, you keep trying to get to the goal? A lot of people stop when there's any resistance. And then you look back and say, okay, that's far enough. When you're supposed to go further, you stop at what you deem to be far enough. When God is telling you, He said, Chap, there's much more I need for you to do. But because this resistance has come, do you stop moving forward? And a lot of us stop right at the moment when sin is present in our lives. When do you get the victory? Amen. I know y'all ready to shout, but I let y'all we let y'all get it all out at the beginning of the service. <laughs> no, no, listen, we don't we don't let them marinate a little bit. I know you're trying to get bring the John. The sister had a, a cup of ice on the neck. <laughs> she was, she was, she was, she was, she was like that. I said, oh, she, she, out. I know y'all look, it's all good. But you get what you gotta get. But yeah, we gotta make sure that we don't stop plowing. We don't stop moving. Because of shame. Because of things that happen. It's all, that I've been in some, y'all raise that, I've been in some embarrassing situations, amen? Amen. We all, let me not say y'all, we all, because I don't want to lump you with me. You got to answer that for yourself. But I've been in some, some, some situations where I could have, it could have caused some embarrassment. It could have caused some sense of shame. But shame don't stop me because why? I know that there's nobody perfect who looks back at me. And I don't always say, what you looking at me for? You got some shit you're like, no, I don't do that. But I always remind myself that if I fail, somebody else 
I have to get back up to help somebody else to get back up. We talked about testimonies. In, in order to have a testimony, you have to have fallen. You have to have had some adversity in order to be able to affect you with your testimony. Now, there's testimonies of never falling in certain situations. Absolutely they are. And you give those as well. That I, I thank God that I didn't, have to, I didn't have to succumb to that. Here's how I didn't do it. I thank God that he kept me. But then the flip side is, I did it. Here's how he delivered me from it. And that part. <laughs> that I don't have to do it no more. Because see, now what you can do with your past, when you see it, you can tell it. <laughs> I remember I used to do that. I remember I used to have a stronghold in my life. Now I can walk past you and it don't bother me at all. Yes. Hey, I know it's hard to believe some of y'all, some of y'all with that passing you used to drink. <laughs> yeah, I mean I used to drink. And sometimes it used to be up to, to excess. I don't have to, I don't drink no more. Amen. I haven't had a drink in almost, over 20, almost 30 years. Amen. And don't have a don't have a taste. I can walk past it and don't bother me at all. Now, what I'm saying to you is not to say that the folks that if you struggle with that, God can deliver you because He delivered me. Amen. And your past don't always have to be a thing that haunts you. Then you you in certain you in certain elements where drinking is dead, and you you see it, and the first thing you decide to do is okay, how am I acting here? Okay, you, you okay. Don't bring the bottle past me. Don't bring that bottle past me. Uh, I don't want to, no, no, no. You start rationalizing with yourself. If they pass the bottle to me, am I going to take it? Am I going to take? Am I going to pile my cup out or what? <laughs> <laughs> or you tell yourself, how do I tell them no thank you? See, that's even hard. That's holding your cup out something like that. It's telling them, no, nah, I, don't, I don't drink. It's hard. Because now you have to verbalize that to somebody who don't see what you see. So now your life becomes a living testimony even in that moment. They're going to think you're weird. Because everybody else is consuming. Why aren't you consuming? You knew this was a party where liquor was going to be around. (laughs) See, these are the things that your past tries to bring to you to make you Put you in this compromising position to try you to force your hand to choose. See, whether you're going to give into it or not, that's why the past is always around you. It's always present. To see if, do you really believe that Jesus that you talked about? Is he really your savior like you tell on Sunday morning when you're in that place and you're shouting and you're kicking up? Do you really love him like you say you do? Is he really the God who heals? Is he the God who delivers? And if so, how is he in you? So my thing with that is, I don't when I do, I don't when I know that there's a party that's going to be, I go, I don't even go unless there's an unless is this one of the situations where I'm in, I have to go, and or I'm in there now, the liquor and the bubbly starts slowly. What they call it, libations, libations. <laughs> <laughs> and so when they're flowing, 
I can tell them, hey, y'all be getting have a good evening. I'm gone. Let the guys be blessed. Have a good evening. And, and I'm out. I'll leave because I don't participate. Not that I don't trust myself. I don't trust you. I don't trust them when it gets in your system. I know y'all looking at me funny. Don't look at me funny. How many you, but you, all of us have been in situations where it challenges your faith. It speaks to what you, what are you going to do in those moments? And some people fold. Well, there's nothing wrong with having a little drink. I know, let me get off that. I see some of y'all looking at me kind of funny. Because you tell the truth. Yeah, I feel a little. <clears throat> The <laughs> <laughs> little, little fighting. <laughs> Our decisions. So we got to give, we got to share. Our decisions. Household us into the past. Here's a big one. How many of y'all got to let them friends go? Wait. <laughs> Your friends. Somebody else, some of those friends you gotta let go. That you know are stuck in the past. Their whole life is about the past. Here's the thing. Y'all, y'all know I always tell you I used to be a, I used to be a go-go. <laughs> I used to party, right? Yeah, yeah. I had that. I had that reveling spirit. I used to party. I used to go go. What am I doing at a go go at fifty three years old? <laughs> <laughs> right. Really? <laughs> I'm in a go go with your grandson. <laughs> that we we went to elementary school together, and I'm partying with your grandson. <laughs> Party with my children, right. but I'm partying with your grandchildren. Well, you know that was my grandson in the bag, huh? Huh? How old are your grandson? And he kind of like, but our decisions. I'm listen. Some of y'all are straight fools. What do you have to do? You do almost six years. You still partying with kids, with children. When does life get real for you? You're still living out a, a fantasy or a world that does not exist. We all look for the majority of a lot of people. They spend their whole lives in fantasy land. Yeah. In a world of make-believe. That's true. Why? Because in that world, you can be who you want to be. You can be nostalgic. You can go back to win. That's why the clothes and everything is designed to bring you around in the cycle. Because it's designed to remind you of what you used to do. What fashion used to be like. Where you were when fashion was hot. And for a lot of people, they get stuck in what it was and forget what it's designed to do. It's designed to keep you from being what God has called. Because if you're free 
Why do you keep going back to imprisonment? And now you do everything you got to do. You, 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 your credit card limit is out the wazoo because now you're buying everything to be back in the past. I got to get that outfit. They just came back out with it. Remember that thing that was hot 20 years ago? And then, then you start looking at you, you start looking at your wallet, you start going through your account, you're like, okay, I got three hundred dollars in I think I can get four hundred off this credit card. You start trying to figure out ways to okay, we got Sammy's party coming up. What was what's happening to Sammy's? You start telling me what's happening to Sammy. I don't know. Bell bottoms, what, what's going on? <laughs> All in the 80s. Adidas, remember that three, the three stripes or 90s? You just start telling yourself all these things. You start reminding yourself of what was hot. So now you imprison yourself by making decisions to, to link you further in your past. And some people haven't been, I know this, I know this for a fact. Some people haven't been to clubs or parties in years, and the moment they went back, they fell off in the things of God. Wow. They seen the old they seen the old girl from back in the day. Mm-hmm. She seen the old guy from back in the day. You still look like you did back then. <laughs> 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 always ask my son, somebody always said, You look like you did. Is that a good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> I was walking into a restaurant at lunch and I saw someone that I, I, I was going to grow up in my old neighborhood. She told me, she called my whole name. <laughs> the whole, not my middle name, but the whole, the whole name. I'll say hi. If I'm not ministering the word, I keep it moving. Because there's no need for me to keep dwelling on conversations. If I because see one or two things are happening. Either you're ministering life unto them, or they're ministering the world to you. Mm-hmm. Either you're changing their lives or they're sowing seeds to change your life. That's good. See, but a lot of us, we engage with our guards down, knowing because not understanding that the decisions 
that we make about engagement in conversations or in environments. Either going, either we're going to illuminate or we're going to become a part of. And most people, unfortunately, become a part of. They don't illuminate. When he's called us to walk in places and share light, if the word in us is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway, why do we go in dark places and it remains dark? Because we put God in the pot. We, we, see, we wear God around here. See, God is on when we in places like this. And when we're around other believers, we can we shout it up. <laughs> we bright. We, we, we bright. But when we get into places that's dark, where is the light? We turn it off because we tell nobody about Christ. Our mouths stop working. Our ears close. Our spirit is left where we left it. Yeah, I know y'all looking at me. Well, don't you take the spirit of God with us? We supposed to. But he don't go everywhere we go. That's why some churches, the spirit of God is out of it. Ichabod. Absent. Yeah. Ichabod. See, there's a, there's a spirit, there's a presence of of, of, of religion there, but there's no power of God there. Because when he can't be glorified, he leaves. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, y'all know, y'all know, y'all, y'all invited guests to your home and they never show up? That's what God does. Why am I going to go there? <laughs> you invited people to a function and they never show up. You invite God to a function, he never shows up. He already knows nothing about what that's going on is going to glorify me. Why am I going to go live my presence to that? They may talk about me, but I ain't there. And see, that's what a lot of us, because of our past, we, we, are, we can't move into the things God has called us to do because we're so stuck where God was, oh, where we used to know God. But because of where we are going, he's like, you left me there. Mm-hmm. I didn't you I didn't want to be left there. You made me stay here. You took everything else but me. You took that car. Mm-hmm. That you worshiped that house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That fine wardrobe you got. That bank account, you took all of that and left me standing right here. Because that meant more to you than my presence. The dangerous thing about our past is when we don't leave it behind, we choose it over God. We leave God right there with it. And I know some of y'all say, well, he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Well, what about you forsaking him? Did you, ever, did you ever think about that equation in that scripture? He won't leave you, but what about you leaving him? Amen. So what is he supposed to do with someone who's left him? Who refuses to take him on? And his love is so, so sufficient for us 
that even when we do that to him, he's always waiting for us to call him back. He's always waiting for us to say, God, I need you. And guess what he does? He come running. Yeah, he does. That's how passionate and compassionate our God is. Yeah, man, he's working on you. He's working on you. Yeah, pick him back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not too far, but he don't hear your heart. Turn Proverbs. You guys been blessed out there? Amen. Yes. Amen. The Bible says that the redeemed of the Lord say so. Proverbs 37 23. Not a separate sentence, sorry, 27, 30, and 23. 27. Yes, 33. 23. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want that. Go to Micah. Micah 7. Seven and nineteen. Now I know we go through some scriptures here, amen. Mm -hmm. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, amen. Mm -hmm. You guys got it? Mm -hmm. It says, He will turn again and have mercy on us, He will put away our iniquities, and He will cast all of our sins into the bottom of the sea. Today is a day for us to get right with God. Amen? If your past is consuming you, today is a day to get it right with God. Amen? Yeah, every day that we breathe is an opportunity for us to get it right with God. To get it right. To make the, to make the changes necessary. To make the adjustments in our lives. To relieve ourselves, to move ourselves from our past. Amen. Yeah. If we are always pressing towards the goal of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus, that Philippians said, then we should always be looking to make the change. What's the prize? The prize is Christ. The, the prize is to better understand what our lives are supposed to look like as a result of the word. If our lives are not being changed and we're not growing because of the work, then we are not moving in the things of God. Amen? Amen. We should always, listen, something about our lives should always be moving us to change. We should not be where we were yesterday. Today. If we wake up with brand new mercies every day, why are we what we were yesterday? Why are we not changing? Why are we not moving? See, a lot of people are stuck in living in mundane life. I don't know a lot of people, some but not a lot of people, a lot of people want to come in here, well, God promised you a house on the hill. Yeah, but what you going to do when you get the house on the hill? Does the house on the hill become your God? 
He, he gives you the desires of your heart, which he wants to do. Now, do he, do he become the desire of your heart? Or do the things become the desires of your heart? And the continuing and the gaining of things do not become who what moves you. A lot of people, that's what moves them. Churches around, the, around this country is packed because people are promising them they're going to get this, this, and this. All I can promise you that is if you, if you seek and trust God, he said he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll bless you in me. Amen. Because, see, I, we're not going to give you a watered-down gospel here. Come on here. Amen. We're not going to give you turn around three times and, and do a backflip, and tomorrow God's going to bless you with a brand-new house or a brand-new car. Brand new. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not one. I'm not gonna throw you back out of you. If I tell you to do a battle flip and you do a battle flip and God don't give you out, Jesus ain't that passes up. He a lying prophet. What I am gonna do is I'm gonna give you the word, and then you can apply the word to your life and to every situation of your life, and then you call upon the word to do what God said because if He's not a man, that He should lie then you can hold God to his word. And I'm not, we're not against having the things. We're not saying that God won't bless you because we're partakers of that, that God is blessed. But what we are saying is that you have to assign and align yourself with the word of God. When does God become God in your life and the word of God become the the, the measure by which you everything in your life is the standard. Because but now people people want to pick and choose what works, what doesn't work, what to apply, what not to apply. Amen. And Isaiah, and on this Isaiah 43 tells the 43, 18, and 19 says, says forgetting those former things. How many of y'all are ready to forget those former things? Amen. How many of y'all have set yourselves to forget those former things? Do not dwell on the past. Yeah, I used to be on the past dweller. So I know how it is. I know what it feels like. I know how it calls you. I know how it's always speaking to you. Because you think you're missing out on something. The world is passing me by and I'm stuck here. Dealing with all you crazy church people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all know some of y'all, some of y'all can be real. <laughs> 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 Amen. Amen. Because y'all hold people to a standard that you don't even live. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> Some people are so religious that they hold people to a standard that even themselves are not willing to live. So do not dwell on the past. So whatever you come out of, whatever I know you come out of certain denominations, certain religions, whatever that past is, don't dwell on that. God is bigger than that. God is bigger than any religion. Guess what? Here's the news flash for you. He supersedes religion. Yes. 
He's above religion. Religion is not even a part of his vocabulary. He called us to be in relationship with him. And guess what he told us? Be holy because he's holy. That's his That's what he told us. That's the standard that we all can live. He called us all to live. But we are so, man, y'all, I'm Baptist. <laughs> I'm born Baptist, I'm a dad Baptist. What does that mean? Oh. What does that mean? So you're willing to forfeit a personal relationship with Jesus Christ because of your Baptist. I'm talking about people being in bondage. Yes. That people can't move because of bondage. <laughs> well, my, my, my grandmother, she had three Hail Marys in a candy. <laughs> I'm listen, again, I'm just calling out religions. That are in the world, yep. that are actively a part, that people are stuck in because mommy and daddy went there, I gotta go in. Right. When God is calling you to be in relationship with Him, Amen. this ministry is about relationship with Jesus Christ. We don't, we are relationship over religion. Amen. <laughs> That's not a shot at anybody other than to all you people who are watching, listening, that get involved in relation with Jesus and not religion. He's above and beyond religion. He wants us to be personal with him so he can be personal with us. Well, Pastor, he doesn't cast off any type of restraining. No. Because when you do it God's way, he, listen, he connects the dots. Everything that he, that he calls us when we're in relationship makes sense. He never causes us to be creepy and spooky and weird. Yeah, because everything he tells us to do will line up with the word. Nothing he ever tells us to do will ever contradict or go outside of the word. That's when you know you are in relationship with Jesus Christ and not in religion. But a lot of people are stuck in the past because of where everybody else who come along and their, their lineage come from. <laughs> I have to be that because mama was that. No, you don't have to be that. But your God needs to be Jesus Christ. I will tell you that. Amen. 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 I know that didn't mess with somebody. <laughs> don't do it on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Listen, and that's not, he ain't creating nothing new. Don't let nobody take that means he's creating something new. So when these people come around and they start trying to say, well, there's a new move. There ain't no new move. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> there's this God is man, there's a new revelation. There's nothing new under the sun. That's that spooky stuff I was telling you about. People trying to tell you, drink some Kool-Aid, you'll see better. You better run. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Changing your heart towards God is one of the biggest keys to moving from your past. Changing how you see God is one of the biggest things to move you from your past. Most of our relationship with Jesus Christ is a hard thing. Is he really God to you? Do you trust him as God? Do you trust him as sole provider for your lives? Do we try to be God when God ain't moving fast enough for us? Do we try to be God when hubby or wifey ain't acting right? Do we put stipulations in, in our relationship that no nookie knows you don't go to church? See, some people come to church under, under, under multiple conditions. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So y'all look at me like I'm, y'all look at me straight. Listen, I, I hear it all the time. There's stipulations. You ain't come to church on Sunday? Okay. I'm shut down for the next couple of days. <laughs> You're never. See, we take we take to those cat, we take to those those different type of tactics when we don't trust God. Mm-hmm. And those are things that we did in the world. So those are those are living in the past mm-hmm. manipulation tactics. <laughs> See, God is not into manipulation. You're not gonna keep anybody who doesn't serve God from a pure heart. They come in, but they don't stay in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know y'all look at me like, is that really true, Pastor? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's truer than you ever going to know that it is. It's truer than you ever going to know it is because people are people are coerced. Y'all like that word? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? That's a little better. <laughs> And to come into God. People are made promises to come to God. You come to church, I give you $50. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy, I'm going to pay for dinner after church. I'm going to pay for, I'm going to pay for lunch after church. Different measures to get people in. Now, certain things are within the realm of reason and certain things are just straight out manipulation. We shouldn't have to play those kind of games. Coming to God should be a choice because people love God. Yeah, I heard someone say that we need God. Yeah, absolutely. But not everyone believes that. Everyone, every, not a lot of people believe they need them. And here's the thing: a lot of people always say, "God needs me." God don't need you. He will love for you to serve him, yeah. but he don't need you. Mm-hmm. He'll make a rock do what he needed to get done. He'll use a tree if he's so fit. So he don't need us, but he loves us that he created us to worship him. To use to be instruments to use our voices 
So that's how much he thought of us. To create us. To be worshipers. To be praisers. Mm -hmm. To glorify. To serve him. Willingly. But when your mind is on other things, are you free to worship God like you're supposed to? When you're so concerned about the past. Here's one thing about it, I tell you. Bills are going to be there. I'm not telling anybody to be irresponsible in your responsibilities. Y'all heard me? Y'all heard me? Yes. Did y'all hear me? Yes. Because I, I got to, this thing here plays games. It'll say, I said, don't pay your bills. I did not say don't pay your bills. I said that I don't be irresponsible in paying your bills. But don't be stressed to death about paying your bills. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, Pastor? Don't waste all your money doing other things where you don't have to pay your bills. Living in the past. Trying to keep up with the Joneses. Who am I? I don't know them. <laughs> keep it up with whoever. Measuring up with whomever. Why? I, I heard this saying a long time ago, and it, it stuck with me forever. It's hard to be big when a little got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be big in your mind when a little got you. How can you be? How can you be a big man or a big woman in your thinking, and you owe a sixty dollar bill, and you don't have no way of paying it? But yet you walk around strutting your stuff. You can't serve God in this fullness when you're so worried about what people think about you. Little thing got you. Know who God has called you to be in your life. And when you get fixed or you are fearfully and wonderfully made, you are his workmanship. You have been crafted specially. There's something unique about each and every one of you that God is taking. He takes great pleasure in knowing to want to look at what's on the inside of you. That differentiates you from them, from April. From James, from me, from anybody. But it's in you. But you're so worried about what they think about you. So now, what you do, when praise is on, you won't praise God because you're ashamed of what people won't think about you. You won't give them glory because they go, you look at in your mind, you hear them telling you, sit down. And nobody saying sit down, but you hear telling you to sit down. They don't take all that. <laughs> but see, that's the limitations of other people. Because when they don't know what you've been through, right, Jesus, yes. they don't know how good he's been to you. Yes. When they can't see, their death was always at your door. That you were, that even from birth, you wasn't supposed to make it. Amen. But look at me now. Why not give them glory? Yes. Why not give them praise? Amen. Amen. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, that shout earlier was to remind you 
of what's on the inside of you. That if you can pick them up and put them down, you have a great, you, you have, you have something that others don't have. The ability to pick them up and put them down. Your instrument is to clap in your hands. Listen, if you can do that, I God, I thank you. I was sitting there. I, I, I couldn't go like y'all were going because I had to be DJ Slash. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm DJ Slash. <laughs> I'm sure that's somebody else's name, so don't come and get me. I ain't trying to trade them off I was just making a joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm DJ Pastor. I'm, I'm, I, I, so there's multiple things going on. But I know if I would have got... I couldn't get good where y'all were because some things probably would have got long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I wasn't holding it in now. My feet was moving down fast there. <laughs> but I took joy in watching and seeing all of you guys give God what he wants from you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it told me that they put what they were going through on a back yeah. and thought and put their minds on God. Yes. And in that moment, God said he was turning everything around in your head. If you can do that, okay, let me stir the pot up. Yeah, yeah. Let me trouble the poor. Let me agitate things that are going on in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you couldn't do it, watch me do it. Yes. You, you got to release your faith, man. You got to yeah, go on with it, man. Yeah. Because you got to know that God sees what's going on in your life. When he talk about, when, he, when the world was, that he's changing husband's decisions. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Wise decisions. Yes, he's changing family got with the, the shift in the family yes. dynamics. Yes. That when there were payouts, he's bringing calm. Oh, when you can get outside of yourself and let your past be the past yes. and say, God, I give it to you. Yes. I held on to it. I tried to change it. And it wasn't changing. I don't have the power to change it. Now, God, I thank you. Yes. I command my I command my life to change the situations in my life. Okay, God, here's the bills. Here's the bills, God. A, B, you know them all, God. I don't have what's in the bank to pay them, but I know God. You are able. Yeah. Yes, God. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to praise you, God, in the yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let them know. Bills, you don't have control over my life. And now when I'm out, I'm going to stay out. I ain't going back to paying bills. I'm free from it. I'm going to pay them all now, and I won't have no more bills. Credit card back. If it ain't cash and carry, I'm going to move on. Glory. Yeah, yeah, because once he does something in your life, now you have to make the adjustments not to go back. Amen. 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 Yeah, a lot of people want to, they want to see God deliver, but then when when he delivers, you go right back into it. (laughs) Retail therapy. (laughs) Retail therapy. But on the day we serve an awesome God, yes, yes, amen. Amen. that He's concerned about the things that trouble you. Yes, He's you. always perfecting those things that concern us. Yes, you just gotta be willing to open your mouth. Yeah. 
and send Judah first. That's why we started out by serving. We had to send Judah first. We had to let God know that our praise, Judah is our praise. Judah is our, that's why we send our praise first. And y'all know Judah was a great army. They went to fight. That's why the king, he will always send them. Where'd you at? I send them. They're going to get it done. So our praise gets it done. Come on, y'all shout out your name. Amen. You want to come on, baby? Oh, you good right there. You tell me. All right, well, come on. Come on. Come on, John. Bluebirds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. Lord. Listen, if you are in need of prayer on today, um, please let us know. Um, if you need prayer, then you can come up at this time. Uh, Minister Zach, if there's anyone on there that needs prayer, please let us know. If someone would like to accept Christ, if you don't know Jesus, we never want to take it for granted or think that everybody knows the Lord. Amen. If you know you're a prodigal and you need to come back, amen, to the Lord, you know that the Lord is uh, touching your heart on today. Please don't harden your heart, amen. You need to come to the altar. The altar is a place of change, and the altar is open at this time. If you would like to become a partner of this ministry, you're more than welcome to do so. And we would love for you to be a partner of this ministry. Amen. As the Lord continues to expand us and grow the people of God. Amen. 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 You said the day you hear his voice, hard to catch him. It's what it should be. No. I don't know. No, no. it wasn't. Talk. Check one. It's on. It's on. Mm-hmm. I didn't push your hand. <laughs> I did not. I didn't push you. No. <laughs> the Bible says the day you hear his voice, hard to match And if you heard God in any way on today ministering to your heart, which I believe you have, he said, Listen, today is your day. Receive ye the Holy Ghost on today. Amen. 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 Knowing that you need to be, you know, you don't just need to be baptized with water. But you need to be baptized in the Spirit. That's yes. what else. You need to be free. You need the Spirit of the living God on the inside of you. Amen? Amen. 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 Don't let nobody tell you or fool you that you just confessing and believing. You need to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Absolutely you do. Repenting, being baptized, and then receiving the, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you with speaking in tongues. You want to be able to Communicate in your heavenly language with God. Amen. Amen. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Amen. So don't let this moment pass you by out there. If you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, today is your day. And we decree over your life, receive ye the Holy Ghost. I'm not there, but the Spirit of God is. Yeah, yeah. If you just let him in, he'll fill you. Amen. Amen. Amen.